Welcome back to the North Florida Wrestling Show. It's a new year. We got new guests and new segments and a brand new website complete with blog and merchandise. After every episode, check out the corresponding blog, show the guests some love, and join in on the conversation. But we don't want to keep you waiting. We're ready. You're ready. Let's go ahead and get to the show. Dad, I am super happy to be back. It was a nice, long little break. Very well deserved, but I'm ready to uh, uh, hop back into it. What about you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Too much time off and got a lot going on in the world of wrestling. About to get cranked up here since the holidays have passed. And I'm happy to get a new list of guests on, starting with um, our, our current guests today. We have uh, Coach James Marshka and his son, Garrett, um, Child's High School, that I affectionately call Chili's High School, and he is very well aware of that. So glad to have him on. What do you think about our, what do you think about our current guest here, Jordan? Uh, I know I'm excited because uh, he's always been around. Um, you know, I, I was talking to him yesterday trying to get some of the stuff. He is He's in his 20th year as the head coach of Childs. Uh, couldn't get anything else out of him outside of being a 1996 Flagler Palm Coast. He's a very humble individual. Um, I'm also excited to get to know more of his son because, uh, you know, I was a little bit before his time. And uh, yeah, uh, Coach Marshko was letting me know a little bit more about him. He's a senior, three-time state qualifier, and seems to be on track to try and break every single record in the school's books uh, for wrestling. So without further ado, we're going to welcome on Coach James Marshka and his son, Garrett Marshka, from Childs High School. How are you guys doing today? Oh, very good. Glad to be here. Love the show you guys have been putting together. Yeah, you know, we try. You know, we have uh, there's a lot of great people in the area. Um, we're just excited to highlight all the people. Um, Garrett, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Not too bad. All right, Coach, let's go ahead and jump right into this. Um, as Jordan said, and I wasn't really sure how long you'd been at Childs. I, I, I know it had been a long time. I didn't realize you were already in your 20th year, man. Time sure does fly. But um, let's, let's turn back the clock a little bit. And um, what, is, uh, what, is your first, what was your first exposure to the sport of wrestling? I know you've been coaching for a long time, but what was your first exposure as a, as a competitor to the sport? Well, I'll go back. I'll say this is my this is my twentieth year at Childs, but eighteenth uh, year as the head coach. My first couple of years here, I was behind uh, a Richard Converso, who was here for three years prior to uh, the year before me, and then two years when I was assistant with him, and then eighteenth, uh, eighteen years as head coach, but twenty years overall. Um, but yes, I, my first experience was seventh grade. Uh, middle school, they had a little after school program in the spring, had some wrestling going on. One of the high school coaches was coaching at the middle school, uh, John Highsmith. He's been helping out with Creekside uh, the last couple of years. Uh, well, I mean, more 15 years or so. But he was, uh, he had a little program going on, and I, I got a taste of wrestling in, in middle school in seventh grade. I didn't do it in eighth grade. I don't know if they didn't have it or what it was, but I just, you know, it was just a short term experience. And then um, picked it back up in, in ninth grade at uh, Flagler Palm Coast High School. I was uh, that was with Coach uh, Steve D'Agostino in uh, the mid '90s. Graduated there in 1996, but had a good run with him and his teams uh, throughout um, the '90s. So I wrestled there um, ninth through twelfth year, twelfth uh, grade. And we won a won a few state titles as a team, a runner-up in that time frame. Had a really good, successful 
successful season and uh, team during those mid '90s runs with uh, with Coach Diagostino. So, as a as a competitor coach, um, of course, I'm familiar with the Diagostino name, and and Flagler just got one heck of a program down there. Um, did you, when you were competing, did you ever think of getting into coaching after you were done? Uh, at the time, no. You know, I was. I was just competing and loving it and, and, you know, had, had some success, fell short, um, from some of my goals, uh, that I had. And, and actually, you know, after my senior year, um, didn't go the way I'd hoped it would go. I kind of just walked away from the sport for, for a bit. Um, I was very disappointed in myself and the outcome. And so, uh, I, I took a little bit of time off, not much. I bounced around in the room cause I had a couple of brothers that were still on the team, but, uh, I just kind of, kind of distanced myself a little bit from the sport altogether and then started missing it. And, uh, and so I graduated 96, but I didn't do anything with wrestling after that until 97, the following year I had a friend of mine, teammate had graduated, you know, he was a senior when I was a freshman, he was going to, to a college, his second or third college he was bouncing to and, and, uh, got me, interested in joining him up at Cumberland College in Williamsburg, Kentucky. He was going to wrestle up there with under Jess Wilder, who we knows, you know, you know, done a phenomenal job out in, in college and then now at Camden County. Um, so I actually got back into wrestling in 97 when I went back and wrestled Tom Bartolotta is the one who brought me up there with him. And he's been at Glen Academy at Flagler. He's at Brunswick High School now. He's got great success, too. Um, he's a few years older than me. So I ended up going to Cumberland for uh, a season up there. Didn't last. Uh, didn't stay. Didn't stay. Had some, you know, uh, I guess you could say uh, just things that just dis, uh, distractions that brought me back to Florida. Um, but uh, I, I didn't. Uh, you know, stay there. I kind of, you know, wish I had, but it is what it is. I wouldn't be where I'm at and have what I have now, if, you know, if things were different. So I'm not, I don't regret it, but, you know, I ended up coming back and then, you know, I still wanted to be involved. And so I kind of was in and out a little bit around Flagler, going to community college and working and always uh, kind of deciding what I wanted to do. Um, in life in general, I was bouncing around as a blue collar guy. So I was working in, uh, on sod farms or potato farms, landscaping, going to school, uh, get my AA stuff like that at the same time. And, and then finally decided, okay, let me go to Florida state. And that's where I'll finish up my degree. My uncle was up here. I could live with him. And so came up here to do that and started getting back into wrestling some more. I coached a little bit with Carl Stralo at Godby. Um, when I could help out there in college. And then, you know, I decided, you know, I didn't want to coach. I want to coach wrestling and, and what's the best way to do this. And I, I need to be getting a classroom. I need to be a teacher. And then I decided, well, what subjects do I like? You know what I want to do. So, um, I like science. Like I said, I, you know, just a blue collar guy, country boy. And so I, I said, you know, let me get into science. I like nature. I like the woods, I like the water. So I'm going to be a science teacher. Um, so I went to FSU, met my wife, my current wife. I met, I met her at FSU. And my intention was always trying to get my degree and go back to Flagler. I loved Flagler. I grew up in Flagler. It was a small town atmosphere. And I wanted to go back and just kind of coach there and, and teach there. But my wife was born and raised in Tallahassee and, you know, didn't really want to leave her family. And so I said, that's fine. I like it up here, too. I'll stick around. And so 
you know, I, I helped out at Gobby a little bit in college, and then my internship ended up being at Lincoln. So when I was interning at Lincoln, I, I worked with Coach Crowder and them boys over there in the, I guess, the fall of 2002. And then that summer came along. They had a little job fair at the, the district, and a bunch of districts and schools were offering jobs. And I had a science degree, and Charles was the first uh high school offered me a job. They, they knew I coached wrestling. They were looking for a wrestling coach on campus as well. Um, and needed a science job filled. So I took that job. And like I said, I sat under, you know, our, the current head coach was uh, at a middle school teacher. So he was kind of, it was there the year before me and I kind of sat under him for a couple of years and then he moved to Tampa to kind of finish off his, uh, his retirement and stuff. And so I kind of took it over then. So it's an Oh five, all of 05 is when I got the head job. So ended up, that's how I've been here. And so I, I haven't left, been here for now 20 years. So I was about to say, like, I, I can't remember Charles without Marshka. It would, it would blow my mind if you, like, whenever you decide to move on. No, I was going to say, yeah, it was interesting because the school opened in 99. And the first four years, they had a different coach every, every year. The Converso was that fourth coach. And so he was actually one, only one that stayed for more than a year. So, he, like I said, he was there three years. And so now the school's, I guess, going on for uh, 25 years old now. And, yeah, and, and I've been here 20 of them. Well, Garrett, I got a question for you. Having a having a dad that's been, uh, you know, in wrestling the entire time that you've been alive, um, you know, how did you get started into wrestling? Uh, did you feel like? You know, it was just natural for you. Um, was there a point which you're like, I'm going to take this, you know, serious or, you know, give me your your uh, your introduction and growth through the sport. I, uh, you know, I started back in kindergarten too, or I guess a lot longer, a lot before him and back in kindergarten. And it was just natural. That's how it started off for me was natural. And I don't think it got serious until seventh, eighth grade, probably eighth grade going into that going into high school was when I was like, okay, now I got to put everything together, piece it all together and do what I need to do to get to where I need to be. And that's how I, that's where I started off was, you know, when I knew what I needed to do to stuff right. I don't, I mean. And he, he, he would just growing up around it. You know, he was always tagging along with me, summer workouts and holiday workouts. I mean, he was always exposed to it and peeling around I try not to push him too much. You know, back when he was young, there wasn't, you know, all the youth wrestling that we have available now. So we would take him, you know, get him matches from here and there whenever he could, but try to just let him enjoy it and, and, and find his own way and not push too much until, I can say we got into into the middle school and started getting a little more serious with it and said, you you know, if this is something you want to do, you know, it's it's time to start putting, you know, putting in the work and and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, he's he just I don't know if he really doesn't know, have remember life or even know life without wrestling, just being at least involved and being around it, you know, and 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 um, the last five, six years, he's really, you know, been putting in a lot more hours than, you know, than, you know, normal kids would have normally used, uh, used to doing. This is a, this is a question for, for, for both of you. Um, Garrett, what's it like, uh, wrestling for your, for your dad as a coach and, and the challenges that come with that. And then same thing with you coach, cause you know, I have a little bit of experience in coaching my son and 
there can certainly be challenges there for, for both. But um, Garrett, you first. What, what's it like um, wrestling for your dad? I enjoy it. I can't, I mean, because I've grown up with it, the, you know, my whole life, I can't imagine not wrestling under him because it's just, it would, it just, it's completely different feel. And I mean, it's just, it, I, I enjoy it a lot because then you get that little bit of insight as well from my perspective. I, I do like it a lot more than people would think. Yeah, it's we. It's a strange thing because my dad, my dad was a is a ref, and so I'm always at these tournaments, and I feel like a lot of I don't know if you get the same thing, but you'll have people that feel like you're forced to do all this. You're like, no, I'm just there because I want to get better, or like they're like, oh, I got to miss this thing because I go go to a tournament. You're like, oh, he's really tough. You're like, no, he just happens to be doing it, and it's just you know an extra thing. I would I want to be there. You know what I'm saying? So I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think it's harder probably on the, on the coaches and dads than it is on the boys oftentimes. I mean, I, you know, it's been, I, I want him to be more successful than I have that, than I've been. I always want, you always want better for your kids. So, you know, I've always pushed him harder and it's because I know I can, I can get, I, I ain't got to worry about hurting his feelings. I mean, I will, I have, but it's something I can deal with. Trying to separate the dad and, and coach has been very difficult at times, too. And, you know, when when I'm upset with him in the room or he's not giving me this, I yeah, he knows it. And I don't have to say too much. Sometimes I have to. But, you know, I think it's harder on me because I want more for him and, and the success for him. or yeah, All my kids, really. I want them to be more successful than me. I'm always wanting them – to, you know, and I tell my wrestlers all the time, I, I can't want it more than you do. I want you guys to be more successful than I ever was. Um, I want you to be more successful than the kid that graduated last year and the kid before him. These kids that have their pictures on the wall. I want to see your pictures up there. And you know, when it when you're at when you're a dad and you try to bring it home and you're a coach, uh, you know, you, you you just you want more for your son than than you did for yourself. And so, me trying to separate it is oftentimes much harder for him just to be able to take because he knows he knows where my heart is he knows where I stand he knows why I do what I do but I just hope that he realizes that it's you know he's also hasn't been pushed I've given him many opportunities over the years that hey this is this is not your thing you don't want to do it you just let me know we'll just hunt we'll just fish we'll do everything else together if you want we don't have to do this if it's too much and he's always been no I want to do it and I'm gonna I'm gonna and he's and he's listened 99 percent of the time and, and does what he's told, um, and 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 that's it's been a blessing because I've seen coaches and their sons have different turnouts, you know, where driven, uh, you know, a wedge between them and things didn't work out, or they ran near, you know, ran each other off, or there was problems, and I think it's made us stronger. Um, I think it's brought us together. I don't think it's separated us. Um, and and I just like I said, I hope that. We can continue the success that he's had so far this year and finishes on the on a on a strong side. See, I like that. I like the way that you put that because um, you know my dad and I, before, while we were trying to form you know the initial ideas of this, um, you know that was a big part of it is the way that we phrased it. You know the the journey that we went on together as you know father and son, you know trying to compete, going to these competitions. I was like, I really enjoyed the the journey. It was like a mission that we both said, all right, hey, let's, you know, let's see how far we can get with this. And it's no matter where you end up, you know, I just did some, you know, advice from on the other side of it. Just 
you know, enjoy the journey of it because there's so many different moments that you're going to remember. And, you know, it's almost never going to be about, you know, the individual tournaments you win. It's going to be all those moments that you share. Um, which speaking of, so my, my next question for both of y'all, um, what are some of the best and worst moments that you guys have experienced as a, as a you know, father-son coach competitor? One of my favorites is, um, I think it was Regions, Region semifinals my freshman year. As soon as I made the the semi, or as soon as I made it into the finals, just the reactions afterwards from the win is a, it's one of my favorite things that I can always remember from the sport is looking over back on the sidelines and seeing his reaction, seeing my teammates and everything as a freshman making it to the the region finals and being like I'm going to the show. Yeah, I mean, I've got, you know, a lot of uh, good, you say good experiences. Po- you said Pope? Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, good experience yeah. for you guys as like a father son, father son coach competitor duo. I mean, that was a big one too, you know, cause, you know, he did work, he'd worked hard in, you know, seventh and eighth grade and then coming as a freshman and, you know, making it. And gosh, I think he, I think he beat, is that when you beat the, Columbia kid for the finals who mm-hmm. had beaten him two or three times that year. So he actually been, you know, vindicated a, a, a few losses from uh, a kid earlier in the year and beat him in the semis to go on. So that was a huge, you know, accomplishment and, and you know, uh, to, and, and excitement to see him qualify as a, as a freshman. Charles only had one other freshman qualifier prior to that. And so it was, um, it was great to see him get there. Um, I mean, every time, you know, even even now, every time he gets on the mat, depending on the match, I mean, my nerves as a dad and a coach are just, you know, much higher than if it's just my other wrestlers. Because, I mean, you got that dad aspect. And even though I know he's going against a kid who, you know, we, we can beat, he can beat, there's always just that chance of something happening, whether it's an injury or getting caught, you know, so – it's always a deep relief when I when he gets off the mat and he's getting his hand raised and it's kind of, you know, he's had some, you know, so much success is kind of, you know, getting, getting better, getting easier. But the the tough matches are always still, you know, the the, the nerve, the heart heartbreaking ones or the nervous ones where, you know, those are those really get me. So, um, but, you know, they're getting better and he's he's wrestling with confidence and so I like to see that that, that confidence that he's getting now and that he has that he's developed really and is is how he's wrestling this year is really a great experience. Beating people that, you know, he had had beaten him earlier in the year, winning the close matches, all great experience to see with your son. And there's some bad ones too. You know, I've, I've lost my temper on them, you know, got those issues that, you know, didn't make mama very happy and things of that nature. So, you know, there are some things, times where, you know, I'm not proud of, how you know things have gone but i think that's with all of us with you know in most of those situations it's uh but i, I can say i got a lot more positive experiences than i do negative ones coaching coaching garrett yeah i can definitely speak to the um the emotional strain and the anxiety that comes with watching your son compete and and um you're definitely not alone in the boat of making some mistakes and losing your temper and and um you know having a, a regret here or there. So don't feel bad, man. We're, we're, we're in the same boat there. So um, Garrett, I would imagine I could answer this question, but I'll, I'll ask you what, what are your expectations and goals for your senior year? 
I uh, I want to get as high up on that podium as I can this year, and I'm feeling pretty good as of right now. I'm I'm doing good. I'm moving better than I have. The, you know, last four years, last five six years of my my career, and this is I feel like the better, best chance I've got, and the, the last chance I've got. But I don't see anything stopping me from getting to where I need to be. What uh what matches are you uh you excited for coming postseason? I know that I had a close one with uh Mason Otwell from Pace, and so that'll be a good another region matchup wherever we fall. What what weight class are you at? One thirty eight. Yeah, that's always a tough weight class. Those thirties, those are tough. Those are always were those are always some some uh some good athletes over there. Man, I you know why not go for the top of the podium? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I've had the good fortune of seeing Garrett Russell, you know, a considerable amount during his career, and I can attest to his progress. And um, I've already done uh, probably three or four matches of his this year, and I can see the the jump just from from last year to this year. And uh, you know, of course, I don't I don't know what the southern part of the state holds, but I think you're going to do really well. It's just you know, as long as you just like your dad said, you don't put yourself in a bad situation and, you know, you wrestle smart and, and uh, you don't take anybody for granted. I think you're going to go far. Um, Thank you. Well, Garrett, what do you got planned um, post high school um, after, you know, after the competition is done, after the graduation, what's the, the um, plan or right now you're still figuring it out? I'm still figuring it out. I have my options open. Um, there's a couple coaches that are interested, but I don't know if I'm going to go anywhere because I, I want to stay in the state. There's some aviation st- mechanics and aviation stuff that I want to pursue. And I, there's nothing really because there's no wrestling local. And I, I want to stay local. So unless I, I can get find you. something, you know, South Georgia or Alabama. But we'll, that's that's what I'm there. Hey man, that's a smart. I mean, that's a smart way to look at it. I mean, there's nothing saying that you got to go to college, you know, right away. Like if you're staying at home or you're taking these classes or even going to college locally and training your body. If you just, you might at 22 decide to go off to college, and then all of a sudden you got four years of eligibility and a little bit of that man strength, you know. That's true. No, no, I was just gonna say he was kind of being a little bashful or shy, but you know, he's got some aviation mechanics and and pilot license things and goals that he's you know really looking forward to. And there's a good tech school right here in Tallahassee, but lively that kind of, you know, uh, that put him right through all that. So you know, he's it's kind of where he's thinking, but he also knows that there are some opportunities to wrestle at the next level if he wants to pursue it and and you know we've talked about it and i'm you know let you know letting him make that decision of course but you know if he wants to do some of the technical stuff first and then like i said decide i want to go give it a, a shot it's kind of like what i did you know i went to i didn't go right into right out of high school to uh wrestling college took a little bit of time off or then you know he might say let me go try to wrestle first i can always fall back on the tech school stuff that i, I want to do so he may give it a shot for a year or two he may not he may wait so you know he's uh you know he's got a, he's got a good plan ahead for what he wants to do eventually for right now it could change of course but um it's uh you know we support him whatever he decides to do 
yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that um, collectively, and then himself individually, he'll make the right decision. That's that's best for him. And you know, there's no there's no substitute for time and, and experience in life. So um, I have no doubt that whatever path he chooses, he'll he'll make the right decisions. But um, coach, let's shift gears a little bit. I know we have the uh, the district duels coming up here in a few days, and I believe your school was. I know your school was hosting. So um, talk a little bit about what's to be expected um, at the district duels teams and, you know, your, your, your lineup and, and what you, um, what you expect from your team and, and what you expect from the tournament. Okay. Um, well, they did the rearrangements of the, the classifications and, and districts and regions and stuff this year. So we were, we're down to a seven team uh, district. Uh, only five are actually competing in district duels this Thursday. And uh, that's Childs, Lincoln, Leon, Columbia, and Arnold. Uh, so we're, uh, you know, we initially thought all seven were going to be there. So we had a, you know, a eight-man bracket set up. That so we're going to keep it that way anyhow, just to, you know, get through the the process and then maybe try to pick up a couple of duels. But you know, for us, I, you know, I expect us to be in the finals against Lincoln. Uh, to be honest with you. That's what I'm looking at, and both of us, you know, going on to region duels next week. So, you know, if the two of us make the finals, you know, region duels will be in Tallahassee next week as well because um, we were at the pace last year uh, for region region uh, duels. So I expect it to be us and Lincoln in the finals. We, uh, you know, we're, we're always short a few weight classes. You know, here at Childs, I, I guess it's – combination of a bunch of things maybe my poor recruitment or retainment for the heavy guys but we never had 220s and heavyweights um very 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 few over the years i mean they just we don't have a lot of big guys at this school to begin with and then the ones that do focus on football won't do anything else and you know we don't really get a lot of the support and and the, the pushing of those linemen over to me uh the ones that we do get they last a, a day or two of practice, even on an easy practice, trying to ease them in. They just they don't they don't want to work. So, you know, we're going to be down a few weight classes, as always. We always have, you know, fill 10 to 11 weight classes and, and we've done pretty good. Always having to forfeit 12, 18 points. We've done OK. Um, you know, we've made region duels the last three, four years in that sense, uh, in that situation. Um, but, you know, I've got seven, eight really really solid kids that you know can get some pins for us and and help us win the close duels and make up for some of those uh you know forfeits that were given up so you know that's my goal we're going to try to go in there with 12 weight classes filled we're going to try to win eight of them seven or eight of them by pin and if we once we get once we lose we gotta we gotta stay off our back the best we can and you know hopefully make it you know you know, get into the finals and then and then compete against Lincoln. Well, as we move past um, past the dual season and we get into the IBT postseason, how do you think your team is going to fare in that one? You know, I know you, it's not well favored against a small team, but you know, in the IBT, it's more about uh, quality over quantity. So, how do you feel about your team's uh, chances going forward to the IBTs? Uh, I, you know. I think we have a really good shot of, of uh, bringing home a district trophy. Again, with the guys that we have, those seven, eight, nine guys that can really score some points and in, in, in place uh, and then get on to the regionals. 
Our region's tough. I mean, you know, we've got some tough teams and tough individuals in our region. And so if I, you know, I still think we're, you know, a solid IBT team. We've placed fourth, fourth at the two IBTs. I can't remember. We were top 10, I think, at uh, Border Wars with only eight or nine guys. So we we scored a lot of points in those uh, in those with just a lack of not filling a full lineup. But, you know, we get to regionals, you know, just having 14 kids at regionals isn't going to help you if they are not not winning matches. So tough, t- you know, tough, tougher competition. If I can get four, you know, five guys that really, I think, have an out, you know, decent shot, four or five, maybe even six guys have a decent shot of making it to the state tournament, or at least to the blood round. And, you know, we get some of those scores. We could probably be a top five or six team in the, in the region, but, you know, boys are gonna have to stay healthy and they're gonna have to show up. So. Yeah. That, uh, that, that two, a region one is, is, a that's going to be a tough, tough region for anybody to come out of. And, uh, I hope that, I hope I get selected to do that region because it's going to be quite the entertaining show, I think. So, I meant to ask you this earlier, James, and, you know, I've, you know, officiated a lot of your matches over the years. Um, talk a little bit about some of your successes as a coach. Um, you know, I've, I know you had a state champ a couple of years ago, and I know you've had several placers, but talk a little bit about your success and some of the individuals that have come to your program that have experienced success. Um, okay. Yeah, we've got, you know, we've had, you know, I haven't had the luxury of having kids from many years, uh, other than, you know, the high school years. So, you know, it's been a challenge trying to get kids as a freshman, get them where they need to be within just a few years and, and, and stuff like that. And I think we've done a pretty good job of, of having some of the success, um, you know, at, with some of these guys, we've had a, again, a number of placers, we had a few state, um, Final, a couple of state finalists, a state champ. I guess in 18 years, I've had about 300 dual meets um, that we've competed in over the 18 years that I've been coaching. We've got, I'm actually about to approach 200 wins um, in the next week or two, a um, couple of weeks, depending on our dual season. I mean, I got 197 wins and, and 106 losses. I was just looking that up for you when you were talking about that earlier. So about to hit 200 wins. Um, out of a little over 300 matches. So we've been able to tie, again, individuals together. If I could get, you know, a full lineup, if I could keep those big guys and score some points, I think we'd have, a, you know, some better chances. But again, I just take what I got. You know, I'll take the boys that want to work. And I tell my kids all the time, I'll take five or six of you guys that want to wrestle and get good rather than 20 that don't, that, that are, that are, are, are okay with being average. So, and so when we talk about that, you know, I'll have, 20, 25 kids on the roster and, you know, I might fill 10 or 12 weight classes and I'll always have a solid core of kids that can score points and win matches. And, you know, depending on the duel, we get to the bigger duels, the higher level duel teams, you know, it hurts us because I don't have a full lineup and they're going to, you know, always edge us out when those tough competitions, but, um, you know, I've got a lot of kids that have gone through here and have had success in just a short period of time, whether two, three years. Um, and and I'm just proud of what they've been able to do. And it all it's all the kids, and they got to buy in, they got to believe, and they got to work hard. If they're willing to come in on the off season, they're willing to go to, to the tournaments and camps that we provide options and for them to do. I mean, you, the more mat time I tell them, the more mat time, the better you're going to get. I mean, you got to do things right while you're in here. 
can't do things wrong a million times. It's still going to be wrong. But if you're putting in the time and effort and you want to be good, we, me and, and the assistant coaches, guys I have working help with me, got a lot of knowledge that with the guys that help that, that wrestle and coach with me um, over here. So we will get you guys where you need to be in a short period of time if you just kind of will commit and, and, and buy in. So, and it's been good. You know, I've got Kyle McGill, who I said, you said, you know, mentioned he was a state champ a couple of years ago, placed third as a junior. Um, he's at Reinhardt University right now. And uh, he was one of those guys too. You know, he, you know, started wrestling in a little bit in a little club and little summer camp stuff we did in, in middle school. But, you know, his ninth grade years when he really decided I want to be good at this. And, you know, he was a three-time qualifier, two-time placer and state champ. And, you know, a lot of these guys have set some really good records over the years that we've had. And, you know, I'm really proud of what they've done and, and try to be a part of their, their journey. Yeah, coach. I, I mean, as Jordan alluded to, you know, um, you know, you're all I know as a coach of Childs High School, and I'm I'm very proud of, you know, of you and and the success that you've had, and the, um, you know, and the uh, results that you've been able to attain there, and and you know, you hit it right on the head too. You can only you can only um, provide success for those who buy in and are willing to work and to to do what it takes to get there, and and uh, you know. It is a challenge for sure as a coach to, you know, to retain some of them that, you know, are middle of the road and riding the fence. And, but, you know, as I can attest to, I've, I've seen you have considerable success. And the one thing I know for sure is that, you know, when I get on the mat to officiate a child's wrestler, that they're going to be prepared and, you know, they're going to give it their all. So man, super proud of you and, 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 the successes that you've had there and we're going to go ahead and wrap up and we want to thank you guys for your time and um coach before we go and I'm, like we said you've been doing this a long time and I'd, I'd like you to think long and hard on this question so um in your in your experience as a coach who would you say is your favorite official that you've come across seen a lot of them come and go some stick around for a while and there are a few that uh you know definitely have a close you know spot to my heart there um and uh but i'm gonna be all in all in all honesty john you know you're my ba- you're my favorite you're my best um and i'm gonna tell you why you know you have kept me out of trouble more than anybody has kept me out of trouble you've been that you know, you, you remind me of when I was doing stuff and I'd do something stupid and my dad would look at me or give me that, give me a, say, you sure you want to do that? You sure? What do you, you double think about what you're saying or what you're about to do right now. Um, you've always been uh, very approachable. You always would talk with me without yelling at me. Give me a look, give me a finger, you know, not the bad finger, but just give me a point finger and be like, hey, yeah, I don't know. I've always got along with you. I haven't always agreed with you, of course, but, you know, I think that I love being in the corner when you step out on the mat. I mean, it, it just I know that you're going to call a fair match uh, to the best of your ability. You're going to be strict. But you're going to be fair, um, and you know that's what I love about it. And you're consistent. That's the key thing too. You hear that a lot. It's just the consistency. I know what I'm getting when you get on the when I get on the mat with you, um, and sometimes you just don't know what 
you're going to get with a certain official sometimes. And, and I, you know, I just, I, I respect you a lot in that sense. And, and, and have always, uh, just love, you know, like I said, I, I think, you know, that goes double for us. Um, you know, I know I've always enjoyed seeing you at Childs. It's been, you know, a constant, always seeing you in the corner and, you know, doing well by those kids in that program. Um, I can always see, I could tell, you know, even when I was a kid, how much you care for not only your kids, but all the other kids. Cause I've always gotten great matches at your tournaments, always gotten great conversations. And I know you were always just as proud of my wins as, you know, I was. So, you know, it's always been great to see you there. And um, to Garrett, man, good luck for the rest of the season. I know you've uh, had a bit of that hump, but man, this year could be the year. Don't let anything get in your way. You know, once you get to the show, anything can happen, man. I, I look forward to seeing you place, you know, super high at the end of the season. Maybe even, you know, finishing top of the podium. I'll be, I'll be really happy to see that.